Willkommen. Welcome to the podcast. What's the German preposition or whatever word for willkommen? Uh, like af- welcome to. Willkommen uh, zu? Willkommen zur, isn't it? Zur. Zum zur. Willkommen Sadi. zu. Zuzi podcast. Dirty dusty dame de dusty dame der dame dame desen derden desen derden. <laughs> desen desi. That was the German uh, grammar chart. Dirty das. Dirty dusty dame de dusty dame der dame dane. Desen Derden Desen Derden I think Very good You remember more than I do Just remember though Just bash them off That's the yeah. start of the German Leaving cert I just wrote out my chart So I didn't need to think about it If I, if I got stuck I just you looked at my chart Because we had a giant Giant board uh, In our German classroom With them written out And I Photographic sat, memory And I just sat in front of it Every day Not learning it Then I was like Oh I'm not going to remember How to actually use The German What's their name for them? Is it Propositions? No. Propositions. Prepositions. <laughs> I have a proposition for you. <laughs> proposition. Uh, is it prepositions? Um, I don't know if it's. Pre- oh, my, oh, yeah, no, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have photographic memory? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no, do you? Uh, I don't think anyone really does except Mike Ross in suits. Uh, some people do. Some people claim to. Claim to? Yeah. I mean, that's, I like, that's literally like a superpower. Yeah, I can. Fo- do you have it? No, I'm just saying I can't. But I can't prove that people don't have it. No, you know, don't be so negative. No, not being negative. Doesn't exist. Ah, but stupid. But that'd be a mad scene. It would be a mad scene. Photographic I'd, memory. Can remember anything? Be so handy. Have you it? seen Suits? Uh, no, I don't watch it. Oh, I've never seen one episode of it. No, it's it could be the one of the best things I've ever seen. Really? Oh my god, yeah. I might give it a go in 2047. Mike Ross has photographic memory. That makes him be able to be a lawyer without having passed the bar exam. That's really cool. The New York, New York State Bar Exam. Would you rather have photographic memory or just remember everything that you've ever heard? Or photographic hearing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, ooh. I'd probably rather remember everything I've ever heard. Because then if you're like, oh, what did he say? You can just remember. Yeah, you can just go ping. Memory. Yeah, that'd be, memory. that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Photographic listening memory. That'd be handy because actually there was a point this week where you and I nearly, well, I nearly repeated a story that you once told me and then also Leanne repeated the story when I wasn't here. Yeah, the story about the third eye divide. Yeah. Whereas if I had the memory of hearing, if I no, if I had the memory, if I had the ability to remember everything I've ever heard, I would have known that I've already heard that before so yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah there th- you go. This is true. Yeah. That'd be a good superpower. Would you... Rather that or be able to fly. Oh, I don't think I'd use the flying thing. What? Yeah, I flying don't... is number one superpower ability that I would want in my desire. Really though, that would be absolutely. But like lit. you can fly in a plane. Yeah, for five hundred quid. So you're telling me that you'd like the ability to fly? So you'd fly anywhere in the world with your suitcase on your back? How heavy would that be? Hang on, no. Like I'd fly up and down to the shops. <laughs> Yeah, so would you go on... That means... So you'd still use planes to go on holiday? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, that's a stupid... If you're not going to use it to its full capacity, Hang you don't on. want it. You wouldn't have to walk anywhere. You could fly. And you could fly as the crow flies, as the joe flies. Nah, boring. <laughs> I what? I wouldn't want it. 
Are you serious? Yeah, because if it's rain, you're going to get in your car anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, but on a lovely day, flying over Ireland. Yeah, have you have you met Ireland? It's not lovely every day. It's lovely today. Yeah, but not every day. What? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You are it. a freak. That is the weirdest thing you've ever said. You really? wouldn't like to, to be able to fly. No. If, but if you had the superpower, I'd put on a, a I backpack. I wouldn't be. No way. I'm not <laughs> carrying it around. <laughs> Scap a lift off you. No way. Get a backer. I, I put on a backpack and you'd pick me up like I'd a crow. I'd <laughs> Then I just drop you into the liffy. Yeah. You'd love that, to I be know. fair. Why wouldn't you like the ability to fly? It's boring. No, it's not boring. No, I wouldn't bother. You are <laughs> a lazy lump. Why? Oh, I'm lazy because I'd rather walk places. Yeah. Shut up. What You're the hell? lazy. Oh, I'd like to fly so I never have to use my legs again. No, because ha- you wouldn't have to. Mate. You'd fly over the cities. That's me flying over the noggin. <laughs> Shut up, will you? <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be flying over the <laughs> noggin. Be flying over great places. You only want to fly because you're embarrassed of your car. <laughs> You've realised your car is not that nice. My car is absolutely lovely. I'd be flying over to the shops. I wouldn't have to take my banger with me. Every day. It's funny because your car is a banger. It's absolutely not. It's, it's a gorgeous 2011 Polo. It's more of a banger than mine. Explain. Mine is a 2014 Sirocco. Years mean nothing. Well, why did you mention years then? <laughs> ah, come on now. What? Admit it. I don't like your car. Yeah, you fucking do. <laughs> yes, you absolutely do. You are jealous. I'm not jealous. You are. I can appreciate... Okay, fine, your car is nice, but I love my car too. Mine is nicer than yours. All a matter of opinion. Yeah, and your opinion's the same as mine. My car is nicer. <laughs> so basically, our opinions came for absolutely nothing. Oh, crap, what's my bedtime story? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're recording this before the end of the show Apparently on Thursday we're going to need a bigger parasail you guys Oh yeah I also need uh, the music music. A bigger parasail because Jazz is flying over <laughs> Sally Noggin with his new superpower Alright enjoy uh, the podcast Good old mystery guests Lots of fun Yada yada Yeah, Yada yada Have a great life Bye Have a great podcast listen Bye <laughs> The Suecast with Jazz and Laura the make it extra theory so for jazz it's whenever you want a glass of water but you want to make it that little bit extra yeah add ice into your glass of water it's no longer a glass of water it's a drink it's a drink it goes it turns your glass of water just like your your um your regular glass of water that you need to live into a nice drink that you can now enjoy so on the same logic what is it for you the little the make it extra theory something that you know takes your everyday average thing from a five to an eight in terms of whatever is relevant for me I was having a think and like do you know when you're at home and you're trying to like do like a date night or like a fancy dinner from scratch and you need say like grated cheese for whatever you're making Mm. I can't buy a bag of grated cheese I have to buy the block and like grate it or like slice it myself I feel oh. like I feel like if you put the effort into grating your own cheese it's automatically a bit fancier because no yeah. you know when they come around to you in the restaurants and they go tell me when when, when your cheese is enough and they're like tell me when your cheese is enough when you have enough cheese and you're like the limit does not exist and they're like you need to stop now this is yeah 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 and they're doing the dirty work for you yeah it's like when you put the labour into it yeah get your elbows greasy it takes it from just a bag of plain old cheddar to I worked for this. <laughs> I brewed this cheese myself. <laughs> uh, right, 087-711-1038. What is it for you that make it extra theory? Jamie says, sandwiches, don't go cutting them straight in half. Be extra. Cut them into four tiny triangles. Oh. One extra cut, so much more fancy. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, yeah, and you could even go a step further and put a toothpick 
between the centre and oh, stuff and yeah. really uh, save it from collapsing I on yourself. I always find that it just makes the sandwiches look like a kebab. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you know, and also a trick on the same level as this is pouring a bag of crisps out on the plate. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're when you're serving crisps, even if it's just like a plain old bag of cheese and onion. Yeah. When you put them in pour a bowl the, or pour them on the plate on the side or in a bowl. Yeah. yeah it's like you're, it's like you're in a cafe. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, Hazel says uh, add rocket leaves to any dinner. It's so good. Yeah. Do you mm. know what I love? Rocket on pizza. Yes, rocket on pizza is very underrated. It's lovely. Emma says cutting an apple into little wedges really hits differently. It does. Yeah. I was only saying that recently. I love apple wedges. I, I wouldn't go chomping into an old Granny Smith now, but if it's cut up into like segments. Yeah, do you know what? I think chef's it's, kiss. This is like, I think what we're gathering here is that when it seems like someone has done something for you and you yeah. do it yourself, that's what makes it seem really nice. Yeah, I completely agree. On a different um on a different side though Paddy says <laughs> close the curtains to make a movie more cinematic <laughs> <laughs> yeah I suppose yeah. yeah I suppose it works it's really just a light issue though a light issue also for a little bit of privacy when you're yeah. watching the film and chill <laughs> you know yeah close your curtains when you're getting changed as well to stop the neighbour seeing you in the nip <laughs> yeah. same logic that makes it feel a bit more fancier as well <laughs> The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura had a bit of an awkward encounter I was out doing a little bit of shopping I suppose before the show <laughs> you're either shopping or you weren't mate. well I was just grabbing some click and collect items really oh, okay. I wasn't perusing nor was I browsing right okay so I had to go into Brown Thomas mm-hmm. to collect some bits uh, from click and collect oh, right. now Brown Thomas is always like whatever bloody one you go into I just feel I shouldn't be there yeah I always I just get feel that vibe so too. Intim- intimidated because <laughs> like, everything's like designer, designer and flashy and clean and, and you're even, like Ugh. and everyone's dressed so fancy like both the clientele yeah. and the and staff y- and you never dress nice no no, no <laughs> only, like, only joking even the doorman in a suit bloody oh, top hat even all uh, the lovely like counter workers who are doing makeups and demos and all like yeah. everyone is just like 10 out of 10 in Brown Thomas 10 out of 10 so I was walking in and because I don't regularly shop there I didn't know where to go for click and collect now the email said it's on level 2 I was like grand I need to go up anyway Yeah. went in got to the escalator up one stair in up one escalator stair and then up the next one two level up two up one travelator <laughs> then up the next <laughs> counting them as I go one two I have arrived what a great time so then I got to level two and I was like oh, now where like because it's again it's all just designer brands and it's very large really large it's and again big. people looking at you being like ah oh, he's not a regular yeah because I feel like if you're if you're a Brand Thomas shopper, you know where it is because you are a regular. Yeah, look at that noob who doesn't know where he is. Yeah, literally. So eventually I had to ask someone, where do I go for click and collect or can I click and collect at any counter? She's like, oh no, come on, I'll show you now. Uh, and the lovely girl brought me down uh, to the click and collect counter. I was like, hey, Grant, this is my order number. She's like, Grant, you know what? It'll be about five minutes. Um, if you'd like to, you know, like go and come back. I was like, okay, Grant. She's like, yeah, you can you can actually have a have a look around if you want. And, I, and she's like, we'll come and find you. I was like, oh, great, thanks. So I started, you know, doing the awkward, just like walking around. Yeah. Then it took Afraid me- to even look at things because they're so expensive. But also, <laughs> I, did, rich. I didn't want to just stand there like a couple of metres away from the counter to so that you wouldn't didn't think I was just waiting for her. So I did start like walking around. Yeah. But on level two just all girl stuff <laughs> so I didn't want to stand there being awkward but then I was just browsing through the lovely girls clothes <laughs> and then like there was like one sports brand that had like a one male rail I was like oh 
grand they're cool I'm they're, not, they're my kind of people yeah, head over there but then chilling I was, by the mannequins then I was done that then I was walking back and then I was just like I'm still just walking through the girls stuff pretending that I'm looking at it and then it wasn't even <laughs> girls stuff that I could be looking for stuff to buy for Claudia my girlfriend it was just like you know blouses and jeans and I was like yeah. I just look like an idiot oh really eventually I was like oh here I'm just going to lean against this this pillar <laughs> and eventually they came over but I was like I'm just like no matter what I'm doing in Brown Thomas I'm a spare lemon yeah, I kind of find that too as well. I always find it's the type of shop I'm. I'm usually only in there when I ha- like that. When I have a specific thing to get, like because it's not the kind of place you just go in and like peruse for the crack. No, you know what I mean? because no, like no. you're not gonna really have an impulse buy there. I was like, grand. I'll get away from these blouses. Oh, I'll go to this like jewelry section. One thousand three hundred and fifty <laughs> euro for a bloody charm. I was like, get me out And you're of like, here. I don't belong get here. Get into the credit union first, anyway. Yeah. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Sometimes we're a little bit silly. Other times we do hard-hitting investigative journalism. Yeah. We need we need answers to things in our everyday lives. Things, problems that needed to be solved that we didn't even know were problems. Yeah. Like identifying what is a fruit and what is a vegetable. Because we were saying there a little while ago about avocados. And are avocados a fruit because they go and grow in a tree? And then we went into um, the conversation being like, oh, well, is that why... Uh, Grapes are fruit, but they grow on a vine. And what did you say? Uh, you said that avocados also grow on a tree. Yeah. So, I, and I said, well, if if grapes and tomatoes grow on a vine and tomatoes. they're also a fruit, does that mean that a vine is just a tiny tree? Yeah. So that's yeah. what we were asking. Now I've put into Google a few times about a vine being a tree. Help. And it's, it's just not giving Help. me a clear cut answer. It's just not giving me a it's clear not? cut answer. Okay. No. Uh, but uh, we are joined on the line right now by Liz. Liz, welcome to the show. You've Hi, got Liz. some uh, information Hi. for us. Um, yeah, we just um, came off a few years ago, um, whether it was pub quiz or something, I'm not sure. Um, but my brother-in-law told me that if it has seeds, then it's a fruit. So that's kind of the rule that I go by. So if it's got seeds or a stone or something, then it's it's a fruit rather than a veg. Ah, okay. And I was going to ask, what about an avocado? But an avocado has a stone, a and I suppose, stone. is a stone just a large seed? I guess, yeah. So, so I guess that means that like peppers that you'd put into a stir fry, they're also a fruit. Oh, <gasps> yeah, technically, yeah, because they've got mm. seeds in the middle. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, oh, that's amazing. now I'm trying to think of everything that I've ever seen with the seed before. Hmm, I wonder. Oh, hang on, that that's a bit confusing because bananas don't have seeds, but they're fruit. Yeah. Sure. This, this feels like you know when you're in secondary school and you're so learning an, and you're learning a new language and there's like exceptions to the rules. Yeah. yeah. This is what bananas it feels like. Exception. Hang on. Yeah. Well, we've done the banana thing again. Bananas are in fact a berry. Remember we did that a while ago. I don't think oh. I... Oh, oh, we did! We did! But now, bananas grow on trees. That makes them a fruit. <laughs> uh, if that is that the rule? Is the tree a rule? Because it says here... Trees or seeds. Trees or seeds. Trees or seeds. But it says here, peppers are fruits, but botanically classified as berries. Okay. What so is going so on? So they're definitely not a vegetable. No, not a vegetable. Jesus, I Definitely. feel sad and let down and lied to. So for 28 years I've been eating vegetable stir fry, but it's actually a fruit. A fruit, fruit stir fry. <laughs> a seedy fruit stir fry. A fruit stir fry. My whole life has been a lie, Liz. Chicken breast, peppers and strawberries. 
in your stir fry oh. with soy sauce. Mm. No, no, that's right. like having pineapple on pizza. Is that acceptable? Oh, geez, that's an argument for another day. That is Liz. an argument for another day. <laughs> uh, one wow. question, Liz, before we let you go. Yeah. Is your name short for lizard? Nope. No, okay. No. All right, that's all I want we to know. We, we ask every Liz that comes on the show because one day we're going to say, hey, is Liz short for lizard? And they're going to go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, today is not it's that cool day. Name, today is a very cool name. Today is not that day. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Shout out to BuzzFeed.com. They have the most random crap on there. How random? <laughs> but they had an article today Basically just about like the weird facts that you don't know about certain celebrities, right? Oh, I love these nuggets of information. And like like when you find out that like a random celebrity has like a web toe or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my facts. Is that one yeah, of them? Yeah, guess who? Oh, I think I know this. Um is it Tom Cruise that has web feet? No. Well, not he's not on my page here. Uh Kendall Jenner. No. Ken does Kendall Jenner have an extra toe? No, she doesn't say that's fake news. No. Harry Styles has no. extra nipples. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, funny. I start with someone who also has an extra nipple. A nubbin, you a might say. A nubbin. Um, Chandler Bing. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, does he? So Matthew Perry lost part of his middle finger in a car door. And his, if you look at his hand, his middle finger is shorter than the rest. Oh, I knew that one, yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has a H2O tattoo to remind her to drink more water. <laughs> Isn't that so extreme? That's so stupid. When I get go to bed on time tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> Stop talking so much rubbish on your forearm. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling might have been in the Backstreet Boys. Oh, I knew this one, yeah, because... Um, I think he lived did, with did, one of them. Didn't he audition for it or something? Something like that. It. Yeah, I forgot to write down the reason here on my page. Hi, <laughs> uh, I'm Jazz. I'm going to give you half the information <laughs> to make you guess, make you Google the rest of it. Ashton Kutcher, his real name? Uh, Jeremy. Christopher. Christopher Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. Also has webbed toes. Oh, I knew it was someone nah, like you him. didn't, though. I did. Swims really fast. Uh, Kanye West... <laughs> Um, Kanye West worked at Gap. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, at the Gap. You gotta start somewhere. Um, soon after moving to New York City, Madonna worked at a Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. <laughs> she was fired after one week for messing with the jelly machine. <laughs> <laughs> worked out well for her though. She's that. okay. She's grand. Uh, when Lady Gaga was in university, a group of students started a Facebook group about oh, I her. I remember this, and they all slagged her off. Stefani Germanotta, which is a real name, yeah. you will never be famous, yeah. was the name of it. That's so mean. How bad is that? Disgusting behaviour. Tyra Banks, guess what her fear is of? Um, other successful models. <laughs> Close. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and the name for fear of dolphins? Delphinophobia. Yeah, I'd well believe it. <laughs> it's mad. Come on, they're so lovely. Katy Perry used to keep a lock of Taylor Swift's and Miley Cyrus's hair in her purse. That's weird, considering her and Taylor had beef for oh, a while. Yeah. Do you remember? Wasn't there something about Give me like my hair back? Didn't Taylor? She probably pulled it when they <laughs> fell out. No, but didn't they? Um, wasn't there some fight over backing dancers or something? They're all friends now, though. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but she asked them first. She's like, can I have this? <laughs> At least so, yeah. they asked. I mean, I have a lock of your hair that I didn't ask you for. <laughs> uh, John Bon Jovi's real name? Uh, oh, his name is like, it's like, um, 
Oh, I know this. His name is John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> but it's not spelled B-O-N space J-O-V-I. It's spelled yeah. B-O-N-G-I-O-V-I. Yeah. Bon Jovi. Can I tell you as well, Jason Derulo's name is actually Jason Derulo, but it's not spelled D-E-R-U-L-O. It's D-E-L-E-U-R-A-U-X. Derulo. <laughs> Derulo. Derulo. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Diaz and Snoop Dogg went to high school together. I think I knew that. Ah, you've just sorry. I'm really good at sorry. Pop, I'm really good at pop culture. Uh, um, Matthew McConaughey has a phobia <laughs> of revolving doors. They are very scary. <laughs> they are kind of I scary. I fell in one once, and it was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> You're like, this is not all right, all right, <laughs> all right, not all right, all right. And our last one. This is absolutely mad. Lord has an Instagram account that's not for herself. I know this. It's for her. What is that spoiling my story? Sorry, sorry. What is it? It's for onions. It's for no close onion rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she reviews onion rings. It's called <laughs> at Onion Rings Worldwide, and has like loads of followers. Delicious. She's she's just a normal person beneath all the fantastic music. She is the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, you and I, we made a discovery today. Um, if you have an iPhone, now I don't know if this works for other phones, I'm only speaking for iPhone because that's what we have. Yeah. Um, but in the notes section on your phone, if you go into it, you can have the option to share a note with another person. Yeah, like a uh, collabing. <laughs> Did we just collab? Collab. Are we collabing right now? Well, that's what we were doing. We were collabing via note. We were collabing via note. It's like we have a little shared note on our on our phone throw a few ideas in throw a few notes we might need for the show yeah. both access them on the go very convenient very convenient indeed yeah it's like um, similar to like Google Docs online when you share it with people and you can see other people typing and stuff as well yeah. same yeah. vibes this is just handy because you know it's just notes and it's yeah. very simple don't have to go into your email and all that stuff yeah but uh, I noticed today so we were both typing in the we were both typing in our notes section on our phone and when you make changes and you draw things or <laughs> write things in, it pops up on my phone. And it's like real time. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. I was thinking, though, I was like, is there people that use the shared notes section for shady behavior? Shady behavior. Shady behavior. <laughs> so, like, you know the way, like, you might have another half who maybe, you know, is checking your phone, seeing who you're texting when you're in the shower, who's sliding into your DMs. Do you think people have a shared note for their bit on the side? Are you saying like this is... this is? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not insinuating you're my bit on the side or anything like that. That's not where I'm going this with this. This is how we've been conducting our secret relationship yeah. via the notes app. We actually, we secretly are best friends only in notes. <laughs> we hate each other all the other times. But can't can't very, wait to go into work. Yeah, very loving in the notes section. But no, you're but saying seriously. people who are... Who are uh, having affairs and stuff rather than getting caught out on the texts yeah or like snapchatting or sending just, dirty images they just share a <laughs> note they just draw pictures why are you thinking like this that's I what I want to know that's what I I, I don't know why I'm thinking you want to know as well I want to know as well but I was just thinking like I, 087 103 <laughs> if you're doing the dirt on your other half and you're doing it through the notes app let us know or let us know what app you prefer to do the dirt on <laughs> No, but like it would be a very unobvious way to do it. Do you not think? Yeah, no, I do agree. And uh, yeah, we're having fun because you can actually uh, draw with your finger pencil on it. Now, it's very <laughs> finger pencil. You were having great fun with your finger pencil. No, it's very hard to like write well. But you know, if you're typing text box, that's grand. But yeah, as soon as like I typed in something, you could see it as well. You're like, oh, geez, this be great for cheating now. <laughs> that's what you said. I didn't say it like that. I just mean that like. You know, people are getting caught out by sliding in the DMs. Yeah. 
sending risky pictures on Snapchat. I don't condone cheating. I think it's the worst thing you could ever do to another person. But if you are looking for a new no. way to do it, Laura is telling you to use the no, notes. I'm just saying it could be used for like secret communication. Yeah. Do you know? Because, cause, well, you can't see who the other person is on the note. Like, I can't see. Can you not? It says shared, but I don't know who shared with. Oh, no. Oh, you yeah, can see it. Of course oh, you can. Jazz Keen is the owner. I am the owner of Very. this property. Jazz is the owner of the risky behaviour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you're looking to cheat, you can do it on the notes app. Or you can you can make a shared Google Doc. <laughs> Maybe fax your secret lover. I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty of ways yeah, out there. you can send a letter by L, carrier pigeon. There's yeah. loads of ways around Send us. your nudes via L. <laughs> With Jazz and Laura. I never thought I'd see the day, but I'm after getting an insight into what what a trip to the bathroom looks like for Jazz Keen. Yeah. Jazz, you say that when you go to the toilet in a public toilet or like a restaurant toilet, if you are going to be sitting down on the toilet seat, you lay out some toilet paper and <laughs> sit on the toilet paper. I can't believe you find it so daft. Maybe are you just shocked that I am, in fact... A clean, hygienic person. Yeah, well, because ninety nine point nine percent of the time in here, you don't you don't give off those clean toilet vibes. Hey, just because my farts are bad doesn't mean my toilet etiquette is bad. But a part of me is just kind of like, should, like I feel like I should be now laying toilet paper when I when I go to the toilet outside my house. You've kind of made me yeah. really like kind of second guess things. But to me, it just seems like a bit of a waste of time. No, it takes about ten seconds, and you know your ass isn't touching the toilet seat, whatever diseases may be on it yeah but like if, if, if there's something visible on it like I'll, like I'll wipe it and like I often bring like disinfectant wipes as well so and you're, and you're telling me I'm time consuming disinfectant wipes out of your handbag onto the toilet seat it takes about two then seconds then the seat's wet <laughs> well, at least you know it's clean wet oh no no <laughs> well you dry it you dry the it with seat or your ass dry it with toilet paper not your bum come on now the seat your time consuming cannot be your argument here if you're wet wiping it then dry wiping it yeah, it's, it's spray perfume on it before it as well light a scented candle as well you know just to <laughs> set the mood well what do you do do you like jazz lay toilet paper all around the toilet seat when you want to sit or do you wipe it or do you just plonk yourself down let us know what you do 87 this texter says those who put toilet paper on the toilet seat are the bane of a cleaner's life what? they leave paper everywhere block the toilets and walk away usually without washing their hands terrible what? people absolutely not like once you stand up you just scoop the toilet paper into the toilet and then flush it all together mm. would you not be afraid of touching the toilet seat then no because you just touch the tissue Okay. That your ass has been touching, so that's fine. All right. Someone else says, Hi, guys. Yes, my son, who was 23, puts toilet paper on the toilet even when going in my house. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does he not trust your gaff? Uh, if you don't trust your house toilet, then you have serious trust issues. <laughs> Jeez, that's bad. Uh, right, a few voice notes. Sophia, Dina, and Sylvia. Oh, Jazz, I am 100% with you, my friend. Always put down the toilet paper yes your butt deserves nothing only the finest ply as a cushion <laughs> I would put down at least like two or three layers of toilet paper before I would sit on a public bathroom and now with COVID I have like a disinfectant spray hand sanitizer yeah. spray in my bag always and I will literally spray the toilet every single inch of it but I would still put down the toilet paper so I would be sitting on like disinfected toilet paper, but I'd not be well. I'd not be touching the seat of any toilet I don't know from my own house. Oh yeah, I'm doing same as just put all all the toilet paper around the seats and sit on the yeah. Absolutely always hover. Now, sometimes if like I don't know, your legs are sore or something, I would put toilet paper on it. But I would never in a million years, no matter what, ever ever sit on a public toilet. Never, ever, 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 ever. Never, ever, 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 ever. 
Do none of you care about the environment and the layers of toilet paper that are being wasted? Well, hang on. You said you use a disinfectant wipe and then you'll dry the toilet. So surely you're using more. No, I'm not. Yeah. One, one bit of tissue as opposed to five or six dotted around the seat. Yeah, but like you're going to be wiping your ass anyway. <laughs> I can't wipe my ass anyway. I'm saving the trees. <laughs> saving the trees. I just think that's so ridiculous. But I'm surprised that there's more toilet seat paper layers. Yeah. Reveal yourselves. Yeah. Tell me that you're with me because you made me out to be a bit of an idiot. And when we asked around the office, people were on your side. No one was doing the toilet seat, the toilet yeah, paper tricks. You seem to be so. definitely outnumbered within our office anyway, for sure. But in the Zucro family, there is toilet paper users in uh, thick supply. <laughs> Very three ply. <laughs> three ply. Oh. The Zucast with Jazz and Laura. When we were talking about this before the show, Laura, you made yeah. me out to be an idiot, as did people here in our office. But by the results we're getting in here from you listening, yeah. I'm, I'm on the winning side. I'm shocked by the overwhelming response of people saying that they take the time out to lay different like bits of tissue paper around the, the toilet seat. For me, I would hover, but if I absolutely you know have to sit, if, if there's an occasion where I have to sit, yeah. um, I would wipe it with a wipe or give it a good wipe of toilet paper, but I wouldn't be laying out like rows of toilet paper but now I'm starting to kind of second guess myself and I'm like am I gross for not doing that yeah um, but I'd always give it some kind of clean though you know just because I don't sit on a bed of toilet paper I'm not minging I think you're, you're gonna start doing this after tonight I'm second guessing where I'm putting my bum now a few more voice notes uh, Rachel Lee Quiva I've absolutely done the toilet roll on the toilet thing yeah I don't have the ties the strength of my ties to be hovering above the toilet. <laughs> but forget the wipes, use the tissue, you feel like there's a barrier there between you and the toilet. Yeah, I'd always put down a bit of toilet paper around the seat and then uh, put a big bit hanging off the edge so your, you know, your, your piece doesn't touch off the inside of the toilet bowl. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> lays the toilet paper in our own house because he doesn't like the coldness of the toilet seat. Yeah, that's, that's a bit... Um, that's excessive. Princessy. Oh, it's too cold for my little bum. Yeah, that's a bit <laughs> ridiculous. So do you know what, though? With the amount of people, though, that do lay toilet paper, it's probably pretty clean, then, to sit on it because no one seems to be sitting on it with their bare bum. If everyone I mean? else is doing toilet paper, you can put your bare ass on the seat. Yeah, Samantha makes a very valid point. She says, I'm the same. I won't ever touch a toilet seat unless there's tissue on it because someone's flaky skin could be on it. Flaky skin? I'm with Jazz 100%. Yeah, definitely. You don't know what's on a toilet seat. I know. Like, yeah, slightly worried about COVID, but you don't, I don't think you can get COVID in, in or from your ass. Mm. You never know, though. You never know. But also, just ask your in general I know but I would clean it with an L disinfectant wipe if I had to sit plus when you go into the gents like I say it's gross there's other people who are like you know just doing a stand and wee at a toilet not in the cubicle mm. you'd be fine finding drops and bloody pubes and all on if the seat if you don't wipe the toilet seat after you you're minging I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry but you should you should always check and see if you spilled a bit although Stephen says laying out the toilet paper is actually worse you're creating an absorbent base that is easier for bacteria to grow on but how fast are these bacteria growing and are they going to get all up in your ass in that time they could they there's really an art, could there's an article linked there as well I'm yeah. not going to read it though because you don't want to be proved <laughs> no. wrong um, there is one more that said oh I've lost it hang on I stand on the seat and squat down hoping my shoes don't get splashed ah come on <laughs> imagine you slipped off the toilet mid 
business. That's uh, nearly worse. That's from Cahill. And then he sends another follow-up message saying, I don't do this. Oh. I don't believe that second message. I, I think Cahill chickened out. You're trying to cover your actual ass. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Kind of cool, though. What? We're kind of like Spider-Man. <laughs> like a Spider-Man pose. Spider-Man squat. Spider-Man. And yeah, you need serious thigh strength to squat. I, know, I don't work out enough to be able to do that. For a P, yeah. Not for a number two that ain't budging. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Never 20 minutes doing a squat. We don't no, need the gym. I, cu- I couldn't squat. Close the gyms. I couldn't squat for a number two. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. <sighs> Right now it is time for bedtime stories One great story before bedtime We hope We hope <laughs> No I was only joking <laughs> I, uh, I thought I forgot my bedtime story there You absolutely did No I, I do remember it I just can't find the article to help me along Okay do you want me to start it Once upon a time there was a boat And the boat was on the, the sea And something happened and <laughs> Yeah you're not far off yeah. Oh here we go No okay so have you ever been, been uh, parasailing What's that? Parasailing is... Is that when you're, you, glot, you you ski off the back of a boat? No, that's water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> um, parasailing is when you are in a parachute but attached to a speedboat. I have! Have you? Let me see this when you're sitting down. I have done this! Yeah, I did this in Portugal. In Portugal when I was on holidays like seven years ago. Yeah, so you're it's on a parachute so much but attached fun. to a boat. Yeah, so basically you sit you sit on the back of the speedboat and you're mm. in this like little harness thing. I did it with my friend Jesse, and then the speedboat goes shum. Speedboat? <laughs> the speedboat goes <laughs> Grace is that grass the, nice and fast. The speedboat goes and yeah. then all of a sudden You go up. You're up in the sky and yeah. you can see the whole ocean. Yeah, I did it in LA. Amazing. It's beautiful. It's so much fun. Such an invigorating experience. It is. Uh, did you have like the wind in your sail? Did you have any fears when you were doing it? Um, well, now that you played the Jaws music, yeah, I'd be a bit scared of sharks. Why were you while you when you did it? I think I don't really remember caring at the time. But were you scared of sharks when you were like in the sky? Well, I'm scared of sharks all the time. No, why would I be scared of sharks in the sky? They're, they don't live in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> they live in the water. Jazz, there are no sharks in the sky. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I mean, when you when you were in the sky, were you scared of sharks below in the water? Nah. Okay. Should I have been? Well, no. That's why I'm asking. But you said yeah. No, I wasn't. Well, you should be because this fellow was parasailing. I'm not sure exactly where it was. I think it was in where's the Red Sea? Mm, um, in the Mediterranean. No, <laughs> Red Sea is in. Is it over near Egypt? Between Africa and Asia. Okay, here, here we go. Anyway, this Jaws music is, is speeding up. This fellow was parasailing. Uh, <laughs> a bloody shark no. jumped up and bit his leg. Into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so he was parasailing. And obviously, like, at the, at the, when you're in, like, mid-flight, you're really high up in the sky. Mm. But when you're coming, like, leaving the boat or coming back down, obviously, it's, yeah, you do you're, get, you're, you're, you're being pulled back into the boat. Yeah. Uh, and the height you're at... Does get lower? It does, and there there is a lot of it that you're just above the surface of the water. A bloody shark no. jumped up and grabbed this guy's foot, Ooh. and he was like, "Oh my god!" Because you you have absolutely no, You've control. no control. You have nothing to hold on to. You're just dangling in the sky. Yeah, and obviously the boat wasn't going that fast, so it wasn't bringing them up. Faster the boat goes the higher you go up yeah. when parasailing. He was just above the water and a shark jumped up and bit him. Uh, got bits of his leg, got bits of his foot. Ow. 
Uh, the, like, did it come off? D- it didn't come off, but there was like shark bite damage naturally. Uh, the boat driver eventually saw, he was like, oh my God, and I, I assume that he sped up and got away. They eventually got him to a hospital. He has very serious injuries, non-life-threatening, but isn't that mad? They're like, this, uh, this obviously is a risk when there are shark-infested waters, mm. but like, people are, like, that's why I asked, like, you are scared of sharks. Oh, yeah, I would be scared of sharks. Like, if a shark walked in here now, I'd be like, hang on, how, how are you? Get on? back up in the sky. Get back up in the sky. Get, like, yeah, like, my friend Oshin, he's like, oh, we were talking about surfing and, like, surfing in foreign countries. He's like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that because sharks. I'm like, the, like, sharks kill about six people every t- ten years. Like, it's such a low injury and killing rate. Yeah, it's, but, a, it's a cr- like, fr- yeah, like your, the your, injury rate is probably pretty high nah, yeah. definitely not shark attacks are not that common like my, Jaws Jaws just put that in our heads as little babies my concern is though is why were they doing parasailing in shark infested waters because in the, the sharks place. never attack but like still the risk is there gotta make that money yeah, but you can walk out and be hit by a bus now in a few minutes and you have a much better chance of doing that than getting eaten by a shark in the Red Sea why would I be parasailing on the road <laughs> Stupid answer, Jess. <laughs> well, if you're parasailing over the road, you'll certainly not get hit by a bus. Anyway, d- watch out. Mind those sharks. Mind the sharks. Not just in the water, in the sky. <laughs> oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The mystery guest. Who is this person? I've got goosebumps. I didn't think I was more excited up until this point and now I'm nervous. Okay, it's time for Mystery Guests. We do it every Thursday at nine o'clock. If you're new to the show or new to the segment, welcome along. This is fast becoming one of the best parts of the show. The way it works is we take it in turns each week to invite a mystery guest onto the show. Uh, this week, Laura's in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I have invited a guest to come and join us. They are eagerly waiting on the phone line right now. It's Laura's job to work out who is on the line and it's your job to help her along. I'm going to need all the help. <laughs> uh, Laura, are you ready to go? I'm so ready. Take it away. Hello, mystery guest. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm really good. Oh, I have no idea. The first the first hello, the first interaction is always so tricky. Uh, oh, a million faces are going through my brain right now, but it's great to have you. Thanks for being here. I'm glad to be here, so... Okay, right. So what happens now is, Laura, you're going to get 60 seconds to ask mystery guests as many yes-no questions as you can fit in. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Three, two, one, take it away. Hello, mystery guest. Um, Are you a TV personality? Um, Yes. Yes, okay. Um, Have you been on telly in the last seven days? No. No, okay. Are you... Do you have much of a social media presence? Yes. Do you have over 50,000 followers on Insta? Yeah. Yes, okay. Um, Have we met in real life before? No, I don't think so. No, okay. Have you... Did you find fame on a reality TV show? Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. All right. Okay, was this reality TV show set in Ireland? No. Was it set in the UK? No. Was it set in America? No. Was the reality show on Netflix? No. And no. your time is all. Oh. oh my, okay. Okay, so there's there's a lot of positives there. Then I think it went a little bit haywire. Yeah, I thought I was on the right track. <laughs> I thought I might have been speaking to someone from like too hot to handle. 
But if it wasn't on Netflix, then I'm completely lost. Uh, okay, so now Mr. Guest is going to give uh, Laura three pieces of information to help her along. So, Mr. Guest, over to you. Here we go. So, I have two dogs who are named after two music icons. Okay. Um, number two is a lot of people are talking about the show that was on this week. Okay. And number three, um, I was a dancer from a young age, so I'm dancing since the age of three. Okay. Okay. I can hear vigorous scribbling going yeah, on there, I'm Laura. I'm writing down all my information. Okay, so I am stuck. Okay. Uh, mystery guest, are you okay to stick with us for a few minutes and then we'll come back and hopefully Laura will be able to make a guess? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, right. So here's where you come in. If you have any ideas who it is, or if you'd like to help Laura along by asking mystery guests a question, any question at all, now's your chance. Text or WhatsApp 087 711 1038. Uh, Mr. Guest's going to hang on for a few minutes. Laura, you're going to go and gather your thoughts. Yeah, I need to go have a word with myself, do you a little bit of research. Gather your thoughts because <laughs> you'll be making a guess as to the identity of a mystery guest in five minutes. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I'm feeling, oh, see, this is tricky, right? Normally, I'm like really good at this game. Like, I'm really good at putting clues together. And I'm usually like, like, usually 75 to 80% certain by this point. However, I'm kind of more like a 65%. Okay. But I have a name in my head. Okay, well, let's recap on the information that you've learned so far. Okay, so we are talking to a TV personality who has quite a heavy social media presence, over 50,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know how many exactly. Um, They found fame on a reality TV show and then using their nuggets of information they gave me, they said people are talking a lot about the show that they were on this week. That's kind of a dead giveaway. But also, I'm like, oh, I could be wrong here. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Guest, you're still with us? Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go to WhatsApp. A couple of guesses uh, that are coming in right now. Uh, Dean says, were you on TV this time last year? Uh, no. No? No. So that was a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, a couple of actual guesses coming in. Jasmine says, uh, mystery guest, are you Suzanne Jackson? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Shauna <laughs> says... Way off. <laughs> Shauna says, are you Ellie Kelly? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think these influences are on TV. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, so Sumi is. Suzanne Jackson is. Oh, she, she will be, show. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, they're stopping guess. Okay. Okay. Squeaky bum time. Laura Bracken, over to you. It's time for you to take a guess. Okay. Hello, mystery guest. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to take a guess, and I think that we are talking to someone from Love Island, a previous... A former Islander. And I'm going to take a guess. You said it was a couple of years ago. I think our mystery guest this week is Shannon Riley McGrath. Yeah, you got it right. Shannon, thank you so much for being our mystery guest. <laughs> no problem. Because it's something different and a bit of fun. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, you can't see because we're over the phone and on radio right here, but when Laura guessed, I gave her the eyes as, as if she'd got it wrong and your your heart <laughs> sang for a second. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Because I was like, well, I come in and say, yes, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Shannon Riley McGrath from Love Island season three, if I'm correct. Yeah. This was like many rooms ago now. It many feels like ago. I was you joined... not even on the show, but like it's so long ago. <laughs> Did you join in Casa Amor? 
Yeah, so I, that was like the first year that they did the, the big spin-off of Casa Amor. So I remember like the night we went in, I think it was like the highest views that the show has ever had. Wow. So it was just, it was crazy, but it was just such a weird spin-off like, to go into. Yeah, that's yeah, mad. Definitely. Uh, right, we're going to go to a couple of songs. Shannon, are you okay to stick with us for a couple of minutes and then we can have a proper chat and a catch up in a few minutes? Yeah, that's brilliant. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Yes, we are joined on the line right now by this week's mystery guest. Guest successfully by Laura, Shannon Riley McGrath from Love Island Season 3. Shannon, thank you so much for being our mystery guest this week. How are you? I'm good, yeah, super busy, especially with coming back this week. So, I think everyone is on the Love Island buzz and asking questions about the year I was on it and just in general, like as a as someone that was a contestant on it, you know, the, the questions come flying in every year. So busy, busy. Yeah. And has the has the show changed much since you were on it? Like, have you, do you kind of think it looks different or is it much, much the same? So, yeah, like I think the last two years that like a lot of um, viewers and, you know, um, like it's come out in the press a lot that it's like scripted and you can kind of tell that it's, scripted um, and the year that I was on it it was 100% not and mm. um, the only thing would have been like oh you know like they'll pick two people to go have a chat to obviously get the flirt going to get yeah. you know the ratings up but like you weren't told what to say or exactly what to do and in later years people have said that it's kind of pure obvious that that's happening so I'm not sure if they have gone for a more scripted thing but um, when I did it it definitely wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And obviously, it's been a, it's been a few years since the season air that you were on. But like, is it still a big part of like your life in terms of like people mentioning mentioning it to you and being associated with it? Yeah, like every year, it always comes back to me. You know, like if um, like if an Irish contestant goes on, I get a call straight away from yeah. from whoever to to ask me questions about it or my views. And yeah, I think it's just one of them things where it's such a big a big show, and obviously ITV is a, is a big um. A big production, so I think it's just like it will come back to you every year. Like we were only on it, me myself and Rob, the Irish lad. We were only on it for like five days, and it's still our name. So I think it's just one of them things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Did you love your time on on Love Island? Like, do you look back with it on a, a really fond memories? Yeah, like I didn't. I don't. I was dying to get my phone the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like I just kept thinking, like, what is going on at home? Like, what are people saying about me? So I think, like, if I was. Now, if I was going in, I'd be a bit more laid back and, you know, I'd know what to expect. But I think because it was only season three, it was still very new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then knowing that, like, you're the first Irish people, like, Ireland is small. So it was a bit like, oh, like, I had more anxiety than anything else. But, like, it was such a great experience. I wasn't actually looking for love. I was more like, just look, I was like, only 23, like, looking for some fun and to get a tan. Like, I don't think my intentions were for love. But, like, um. Yeah, it was just such a good experience. It was fun, like, and it's obviously something, as we said, that, like, comes back every year and kind of, you know, keeps your name out there, which is obviously good for yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. Exactly. Totally. And it was, uh, yeah, so it was Rob Lipset, who a lot of people know from just being a, a big... A gym. A big gym, uh, a big gym <laughs> guy, essentially. It's all whole, whole life and career uh, revolves around the gym. But, you know, you two being the only con- Irish contestants that year... Like, did you get on? Was it like, did you almost find yourself gravitating towards each other just as in for conversations and stuff just because you were both Irish or what was the crack? Yeah, so because we weren't in the same villa, like we both got booted off at the same time. So <laughs> the first time I seen him was back in the hotel the next day because I think we got kicked out like at the villa at about two in the morning because we didn't know what time it was. Aww. I think that's, that's how late the eviction was. So the next day, the girls were like, 
oh, I think there's an Irish dad here. So straight away, I was like, he was there, like ran up to his door and just knocked on his door. I was like, hi, I'm Shannon. I was like, you're from Ireland, so I'm here. Oh, hi. So um, then the whole time in lockdown, then yeah, we kind of just stuck together. And then I think the Irish banter is different. So yeah. we obviously got along compared to now that everyone else was there, but we were kind of cracking our own jokes and they were looking being like, what the hell are yeah. these leprechauns saying? Like they just <laughs> hadn't got a clue. Yeah. But um, no, it was great there because even for the reunion then when we travelled over and then all the TV interviews here, they were together. So it was good to have them there kind of, I think that's what kind of helped me get through because like, it was really crazy when we got off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, you know, you go from... Oh, it was like, nice to have them. <laughs> yeah, like you go from living a normal life and then all of a sudden you're on the biggest reality TV show in the world and like viewed by millions like your your life would change completely overnight and as you said there is no crack like the Irish but that was one of the dead giveaways you said to me and you're like people are going to be talking about the show I was on a lot this week I was like okay it's someone from Love Island and then I was like it's not Maura Higgins it's definitely not like Greg O'Shea so and then I was thinking I was like Casa Amore yes it must be Shannon <laughs> No, I knew that would get away. But <laughs> so, um, before we let you go, what what um like villa secrets can you give us? Like the the kind of all the in, the info that people want to know about actually living in the villa. Like, what's it actually like? What can and can't you do that you're allowed that you're allowed to tell us? So it's just like it's completely different to what like it's like being in like like kind of, but um like eating you obviously don't so like your mice get took off everything like that and it's kind of a bit of normality but then like the most annoying thing for me was not knowing what time it is yeah. like you just don't know what time it is and I remember one of the producers coming in they come in like randomly to chat to you and one of them had their watch on and I was like to Chris look at the watch and he caught me and he like put his watch in his pocket so like it was just stuff what? like that and then I was kicked out of the villa for like half an hour like on the naughty step out the front for no nearly like for trying to find out what time it was so oh, hey. it's weird <laughs> yeah it's must they were, like, take it you know, so seriously it. I yeah. did not know that there was no clocks in the villa yeah, it's like, but I was obviously being cheeky, being like, check his yeah. watch. <laughs> but um, but, I, me, so but I thought each of the Islanders, the aren't each of the Islanders, though, like, given a phone, like, not necessarily with a SIM card in it, but, like, a phone so, like, the producers can text you. Is there no clock on that? They literally are all set to, like, different times. <gasps> oh, so you'll well. never know what's out of Oh, my God. Oh, that is So it's so crazy. Sneaky. And then, obviously, the lads had been in the, the real villa or whatever, like, for a few weeks before we came to Castle Moore. Yeah. So their little trick is they look at the sun. So, like, what time do you think it would be, like, at sunset or, like, you know, like, they kind of guessed by the day, like, what time it is yeah. at the sun. literally, <laughs> like, cavemen and, so cavemen and the sun dials on yeah. the ground and... <laughs> Jesus, that is mad. That is bonkers. And to think about like how they they take just knowing the time so seriously, like as if as if oh, like, you that's get gonna... excited on it because you don't know. Yeah, you're like, what time do I get up at? What time am I actually eat my lunch at? But like, I'm sure like you're not gonna eat your lunch at like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you can kind of guess the breakfast, lunch, dinner as well to a certain. Yeah, and what um, what like, the food is all kind of prepared and stuff. Is the food decent? I mean, I I assume it is. I'd have to like I'd go for the food it was, honest, it was that nice oh, really nice. Wow, that's like good. really good so like obviously it's like chicken veg like some kind of like barbecue food then like, you get like chocolate cookies and all like it's just really really nice <laughs> yeah so, go, go on so, Love Island not to find love something. just to get the food just to get food I love it <laughs> Uh, so brilliant uh, hey Shannon thank you so much for being our mystery yeah. guest this evening um, great to have you on and uh, hopefully we can we can link up again in the future yeah for sure yeah definitely it was so much fun thanks for having me oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura